Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. This week we start with our parish uh, with Genesis 1. And we're reading out of the complete Jewish Bible. Translation by David Stern. Page 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was unformed and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the water. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So there was evening, and there was morning. One day... God said, let there be a dome in the middle of the water. Let it divide the water from the water. God made the dome and divided the water under the dome from the water above the dome. That's how it was. And God called the dome sky. So there was evening and there was morning. A second day. God said, let the water under the sky be gathered together into one place and let dry land appear. And that is how it was. God called the dry land earth, the gathering together of the water he called seas. And God saw that it was good. God said, let the earth put forth grass, seed producing plants and fruit trees, each yielding its own kind of seed bearing fruit on the earth. And that's how it was. The earth brought forth grass, plants, each yielding its own kind of seed, and trees, each producing its own kind of seed, bearing fruit. And God saw that it was good. So there was evening, and there was morning, a third day. And God said, "There, let there be lights in the dome of the sky to divide the day from the night. Let them be for signs, seasons, days, and years. And let them be for lights in the dome. And let them be for lights in the dome of the sky to give light on earth. And that is how it was. God made the two great lights, the larger light to rule the day and the smaller light to rule the night and the stars. God put them in the dome of the sky to give light to the earth to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, so there was evening, and there was morning, a fourth day. God said, Let the water swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth in the open dome of the sky. God created the great sea creatures and everything, living thing that creeps so that the water swarmed with all kinds of them and there was every kind of winged bird and God saw that it was good then God blessed them saying be fruitful multiply and fill the water of the seas and let birds multiply on the earth so there was evening and there was morning a fifth day God said let the earth bring forth each kind of living creature each kind of livestock 
crawling animal and wild beast. And that is how it was. God made each kind of wild beast, each kind of livestock, and every kind of animal that crawls along the ground. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image, in the likeness of ourselves, and let them rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the animals, and over all the earth, and over every crawling creature that crawls on the earth. So God created humankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them. God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, and every living creature that crawls on the earth. Then God said here, throughout the whole earth, I'm giving you as food every seed-bearing plant and every tree with seed-bearing fruit. And every wild animal, bird in the air, and creature crawling on the earth in which there is a living soul, I'm giving as food every kind of green plant. And that is how it was. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So there was evening, and there was morning, a sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, along with everything in them. On the seventh day, God was finished with his work which he had made. So he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. God blessed the seventh day and separated it as holy, because on that day God rested from all his work which he had created, so that it itself could produce. Here is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. On the day when Adonai, God, made earth and heaven, there was as yet no wild bush on earth, and no wild plant had as yet sprung up, for Adonai, God, had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no one to cultivate the ground. Rather, a mist went up from the earth, which watered the entire surface of the ground. Then Adonai, God, formed a person from the dust of the ground, Adam, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life so that he became a living being. Adonai, God, planted a garden toward the east in Eden, and there he put the person whom he had formed. Out of the ground, Adonai, God, caused to grow every tree pleasing in appearance and good for food, including the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. A river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided into four streams. The name of the first is Pishon. It winds throughout the land of Haviah, where there is gold. The gold of that land is good. Aromatic resin and oxstone are also found there. The name of the second river is Gaikon. It winds throughout the land of Cush. The name of the third river is Tigris. It is the one that flows toward 
the east of Asher. The fourth river is the Euphrates. Adonai God took the person and put him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and care for it. Adonai God gave the person this order. You may freely eat from every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You are not to eat from it, because on the day that you eat from it, it will be certain that you will die. Adonai God said, It isn't good that the person should be alone. I will make for him a companion suitable for helping him. So from the ground, Adonai God formed every wild animal and every bird that flies in the air. And he brought them to the person to see what he would call them. Whatever the person would call each living creature, that was to be its name. So the person gave names to all the livestock, to the birds in the air and to every wild animal. But for Adam, there was not found a companion suitable for helping him. And God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the person. And while he was sleeping, he took one of his ribs and closed up the place from which he took it with flesh. The rib which Adonai God had taken from the person, he made a woman person, and he brought her to the man person. The man person said, at last, this is bone from my bones and flesh from my flesh. She is to be called woman because she was taken out of man. This is why a man is to leave his father and mother and stick with his wife and they are to be one flesh. They were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Now the serpent was more crafty than any wild animal which Adonai God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you are not to eat from any, you are not to eat from any tree in the garden? The woman answered the serpent, we may eat from the fruit of the trees in the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you are neither to eat from it nor touch it, or you will die. And the serpent said to the woman, It's not true that you will surely die, because God knows that on the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good from evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it had a pleasing appearance, and that the tree was desirable for making one wise, she took some of its fruit and ate. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized that they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together to make themselves loincloths. They heard the voice of Adonai, God, walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. So the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Adonai, God, among the trees in the garden. Adonai <clears throat> called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid 
because I was naked, so I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree from which I ordered you not to eat? The man replied, The woman you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Adonai God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman answered, The serpent tricked me, so I ate. Adonai God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all livestock and wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and eat dust as long as you live. I will put animosity between you and the woman and between your descendants and her descendants. He will bruise your head and you will bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly increase your pain in childbirth. You will bring forth children in pain. Your desire will be toward your husband, but he will rule over you. To Adam he said, Because you listened to what your wife said and ate from the tree, which I gave you the order you are not to eat from it, the ground is cursed on your account. You will work hard to eat from it as long as you live. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat field plants. You will eat bread by the sweat of your forehead until you return to the ground. For you were taken out of it, you are dust, and you will return to dust. The man called his wife Hava, means life because she was the mother of all living. Adonai God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Adonai God said, See, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Now to prevent his putting out his hand and taking also from the tree of life, eating and living forever, therefore Adonai God sent him out of the Garden of Eden, to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden the cherubim and a flaming sword, which turned in every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. The man had sexual relations with Hava, his wife, and she conceived, gave birth to Cain, which means acquisition, and said, I have acquired a man from Adonai. In addition, she gave birth to his brother, Abel. Abel kept sheep while Cain worked in the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought an offering to Adonai from the produce of the soil, and Abel, too, brought from the firstborn of his sheep, including their fat. Adonai accepted Abel in his offering, but did not accept Cain in his offering. Cain was very angry, and his face fell. Adonai said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why so downcast? If you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your head high? And if you don't do what is good, sin is crouching at the door. It wants you, but you can rule over it. Cain had words with Abel, his brother. 
then one time when they were in the field, Cain turned to Abel, his brother, and killed him. Adonai said to Cain, Where's Abel, your brother? And he replied, I don't know. Am I my brother's guardian? He said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood at your hands. When you farm the ground, it will no longer yield its strength to you. It will be a fugitive wandering the earth. You will be a fugitive wandering the earth. Cain said to Adonai, My punishment is greater than I can bear. You are banning me today from the land and from your presence. I will be a fugitive wandering the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. Adonai answered him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain will receive vengeance sevenfold. And Adonai put a sign on Cain, so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain left the presence of Adonai and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she conceived and gave birth to Hanok. Cain built a city and named the city after his son Hanok. And Hanok was born Irad. To Hanok was born Irad. Irad fathered Machujo, Machujo fathered Methuselah, and Methuselah fathered Lamech. Lamech took himself two wives. The name of one was Adah, while the name of the other was Zillah. Adah gave birth to Jabal. He was the ancestor of those who live in tents and have cattle. His brother's name was Jubal, and he was the ancestor of all who play lyre and flute. Zillah gave birth to Tubal Cain, who forged all kinds of tools from brass and iron. The sister of Tubal Cain was Naamah. Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah, listen to me. Wives of Lamech, hear what I say. I killed a man for wounding me, a young man who injured me. If Cain will be avenged sevenfold, let Lamech seventy-sevenfold. Adam again had sexual relations with his wife, and she gave birth to a son whom she named Seth. For God has granted me another seed in place of Abel, since Cain killed him. To Seth, too, was born a son, whom he called Enoch. That is when people began to call on the name of Adonai. Here's the genealogy of Adam. On the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female. He blessed them and called them Adam, which means mankind and Oman, on the day they were created. After Adam lived 130 years, he fathered a son like himself and named him Shet. After Shet was born, Adam lived another 800 years and had both sons and daughters. In all, Adam lived 930 years and then he died. Seth lived 105 years and fathered Enoch. After Enoch was born, Seth lived another 807 years and had sons and daughters. In all, Seth lived 912 years. Then he died. 
Kenan lived 70 years and fathered Mahalal. After Mahalal was born, Kenan lived another 840 years and had sons and daughters. In all, Kenan lived 910 years and then he died. Jared lived 162 years and fathered Hanok. After Hanok was born, Jared lived 800 years and had sons and daughters. In all, Jared lived 962 years, then he died. Uh, I'm sorry you left out number 15. Mahalal lived 65 years and fathered Jared. After Jared was born, Mahalal lived another 830 years and had sons and daughters. In all, Mahalal lived 895 years and then he died. So you, you're now at number 25, Methuselah. What about 21? Well, you read, oh, 21. Hanuk lived 65 years and fathered Methuselah. After Methuselah was born, Hanuk walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. In all, Hanuk lived 365 years. Hanuk walked with God and then he wasn't there because God took him. Methuselah lived 187 years and fathered Lemelech. When Lemelech was born, Methuselah lived 782 years and had sons and daughters. In all, Methuselah lived 969 years and then he died. Lamech lived 182 years and fathered a son, whom he called Noah. But he said, this one will comfort us in our labor and the hard work we do with our hands from the ground that Adonai cursed. After Noah was born, Lemek lived 595 years and had sons and daughters. In all, Lemek lived 777 years, then he died. Noah was 500 years old, and Noah fathered Shem, Ham, and Jephet. In time when men began to multiply on earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were attractive and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Adonai said, My spirit will not live in human beings forever, for they too are flesh. Therefore their lifespan is to be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterwards, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. These were the ancient heroes, men of renown. Adonai saw that the people on earth were very wicked, that all the imaginings of their hearts were always of evil only. And Adonai regretted that he had made humankind on the earth. It grieved his heart. Adonai said, I will wipe out humankind whom I have created from the whole earth and not only human beings but animals creeping things and birds in the air for i regret that i ever made them but noah found grace in the sight of adonai now we have isaiah 42 5 through 43 10 you find that on page 500 Thus says God Adonai, who created the heavens and spread them out, who stretched out the earth and all that grows from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I, Adonai, called you righteously. I took hold of you by the hand. I shaped you and made you a covenant for the people to be a light for the goyim, 
so that you can open blind eyes, free the prisoners from confinement, those living in darkness from the dungeon. I am Adonai, that is my name. I yield my glory to no one else, nor my praise to any idol. See how the former predictions come true, and now new things do I declare before they sprout. I tell you about them. Sing to Adonai a new song. Let his praise be sung from the ends of the earth, by those sailing the sea and by everything in it, by the coastlands and those living there. Let the desert and its cities raise their voices, the villages where Kedar lives. Let those living in Selah shout for joy. Let them cry out from the mountaintops. Let them give glory to Adonai and proclaim his praise in the coastlands. Adonai will go out like a soldier, like a soldier roused to the fury of battle. He will shout, yes, he raises the battle cry as he triumphs over his foes. For a long time I have held my peace. I have been silent, restraining myself. Now I will shriek like a woman in labor, panting and gasping for air. I will devastate mountains and hills, winter all the vegetation, turn the rivers into islands and dry up the lakes. The blind I will lead on a road they don't know. On roads they don't know, I will lead them. I will turn darkness to light before them and straighten their twisted paths. These are things I will do without fail. Those who trust in idols, who say to statues, you are our gods, will be repulsed in utter shame. Listen, you deaf, look, you blind, so that you will see. Who is as blind as my servant or as deaf as the messenger I send? Who is as blind as the one I rewarded, as blind as the servant of Adonai? You say much, but don't pay attention. You open your ears, but you don't listen. Adonai was pleased for his righteousness sake to make the Torah great and glorious. But this is a people pillaged and plundered, all trapped in holes and sequestered in prisons. They are there to be plundered with no one to rescue them. They are to be pillaged, and no one says, return them. Which of you will listen to this? Who will hear and give heed in the times to come? Who gave Jacob to be pillaged, Israel to be plundered, plunderers? Did not I against whom we have sinned in whose ways they refuse to walk. He whose Torah they did not obey. This is why he poured on him a blazing anger, as well as the fury of battle. It wrapped him in flames, yet he learned nothing. It burned him, yet he did not take it to heart. But now this is what Adonai says, He who created you, Jacob, He who formed you, Israel. Don't be afraid, 
for I have redeemed you. I am calling you by your name, you are mine. When you pass through water, I'll be with you. When you pass through rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you will not be, not be scorched. The flame will not burn you. For I am Adonai, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Sheba for you, because I regard you as valued and honored and because I love you. For you I will give people, nations in exchange for your life. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east, and I will gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, don't hold them back. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who bears my name, whom I created from my glory. I formed him. Yes, I made him. Bring forward the people who are blind but have eyes, also the deaf who have ears. All the nations are gathered together and the peoples are assembled. Who among them can proclaim this and reveal what happened in the past? Let them bring their witnesses to justify themselves so that others on hearing can say that's true. You are my witnesses, Adonai, and my servant whom I had chosen so that you can know and trust me and understand that I am he. No God was produced before me nor will any be after me. I, yes, I am Adonai. Besides me, there is no deliverer. I have declared, saved, and proclaimed, not some alien God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, Adonai. I am God. Since days began, I have been he. No one can deliver from my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? And then we have... John 1, 1 through 18. John 1. You find that on page 13, 29. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing made had been. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not suppressed it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came to be a testimony, to bear witness concerning the light, so that through him everyone might put his trust in God and be faithful to him. He himself was not that light, no. He came to bear witness concerning the light. This was the true light, which gives light to everyone entering the world. He was in the world. The world came to be through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own homeland, yet his own people did not receive him. But to as many as did receive him, to those who put their trust in his person and power, he gave the right to become children of God not because of bloodline, physical impulse, or human intention, but because of God. The Word became a human being and lived with us, 
and we saw his Shekinah. The Shekinah of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. Jonathan witnessed concerning him when he cried out, This is the man I was talking about when I said, The one coming after me has come to rank ahead of me because he existed before me. We have all received from his fullness, yes, grace upon grace. For the Torah was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Yeshua the Messiah. No one has ever seen God, but the only and unique Son, who is identical with God and is at the Father's side. He has made him known. And then we have Romans 5, 12 through 21. You'll find that on page 1407. Romans 5, 14. 5, 12. Oh, 5, 12. Here is how it works. It was through one individual that sin entered the world, and through sin, death. And in this way, death passed through to the whole human race, inasmuch as every one sins. Sin was indeed present in the world before Torah was given, before Torah was given. But sin is not counted as such when there is no Torah. Nevertheless, death ruled from Adam until Moses, even over those whose sinning was not exactly like Adam's violation of direct command. In this, Adam prefigured the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if, because of one man's offense, many died, then how much more has God's grace, that is, the gracious gift of one man, Yeshua the Messiah, overflowed to many? No, the free gift is not like what resulted from one man sinning. For from one sinner came judgment that brought condemnation. But the free gift came after many offenses and brought acquittal. For if because of the offense of one man, death ruled through that one man, how much more will those receiving the overflowing grace, that is the gift of being considered righteous, rule in life through the one man, Yeshua the Messiah? In other words, just as it was through one offense that all people came under condemnation, so also, it is through one righteous act that all people come to be considered righteous. For just as though the disobedience of one man, many were made sinners. So also, through the obedience of the other man, many will be made righteous. And the Torah came into the picture so that the offense would be proliferate. But where sin proliferated, grace proliferated even more. All this happened so that just as sin ruled by means of death, so also grace might rule through causing people to be considered righteous, so that they might have eternal life through Yeshua the Messiah, our Lord. Thank you, Father God, for a great parish, all.
I want to say something about the mist that was on the earth before rain was made by God. I had a little note and it said Netafim. As we know, Netafim was created by the land of Israel. The people in Israel created Netafim. Netafim is a mist that comes out from under the earth. It is a a man-made watering process and I'm sure uh, these uh, God-believing people that live in Israel got the idea from reading the Word of God. They figured out a way to make mist and it has saved the desert there. It has made that desert land flourish through their Netafim watering process which really can be called mist from underneath the earth. Thank you, Father God, for a wonderful Shabbat. We're so glad that we can uh, we can uh, be set apart today from our ordinary work and get some much-needed rest. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. We pray for all those who desperately need you. We pray for those who appear to be separated from you, and we hope that they will that they will. Their eyes will be open, just like you say in your words that many people's eyes and ears are closed, so it is today. And we pray that uh, one by one, many will come, and we could call that a revival. Amen. Amen.